It's week two, baby. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast Weekly Wagering Show, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the Pre-Snap right here on the line star app it is me it is scott bogman and it's you and we're talking all things nfl dfs courtesy of the line star app go out there and go get your line star app the best dfs tool site in creation and upgrade to that premium product and then you start the winning and here we start the fun so bogman it was a pretty good week one we did the recap show already we have at least an idea what some of these teams look like and uh, I'm sure week two will give us a lot more information. But I would say overall, a very successful week one. It's time for week two. And I at least feel like I have an even better understanding of some of these teams and some injuries as well we're going to keep an eye on that could certainly already change the complexion of some of these games and some of these values. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, having a week one look and knowing what some of these teams look like is great. And uh, we can just move forward from there. Not too shabby. I picked, uh, you know, a guy for who had scored three touchdowns for my touchdown lock of the week in my first week. So I was excited about that, too. That's right. Beginner's luck. That's what I say. So that's it. You got your one. This is your one week to win. After this, it's (laughs) it's me going forward the rest of the time. But look, hey. Six touchdowns between four guys is pretty good. And and one of my guys got hurt. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> so let's, you know, and speaking of which, Michael Thomas will get to, you know, it, we don't have to worry too much about him on the main slate, obviously, because it's a Monday night game. But we'll keep an eye on that as, as things progress here in the weeks to come, because high ankle sprains are no joke. So yeah. we'll see how that affects things. I'm so glad we don't have to worry about them on the main slate, because that is something I was not looking forward to. So we got a little reprieve there. <laughs> but let's start with the New York Giants and the Chicago Bears. This one's going to be in Chicago. Look, I thought the Giants held their own pretty good against a team that's far superior to them defensively and, you know, just better personnel overall top to bottom in the Steelers. And it was like 19-10 in the fourth quarter. And then eventually, you know, the Steelers pulled away and that was the game. But overall, I thought the Giants, all things considered, you know, were plucky. They were They were hanging in there. And I think they're going to hang in this game as well. In fact, I think they've got a little bit more than hanging in. So let's get to some of the pricing here. Over on DraftKings, we'll start with Montgomery is 56. Trubisky is 55. uh, Allen Robinson, 6,400. Robinson has some appeal. Linesar app likes him too because of the weak secondary for the Giants. Uh, I like the $6,400 price. Over on FanDuel, Robinson is 7K. He's probably the only bearer that I'm interested in. And Robinson had such a safe floor last year. I don't love Trubisky. I didn't love Trubisky last year, but Allen Robinson was a good value last year. Do you see him being a good value this week against the Giants, Box? Yeah, the Giants uh, secondary is rough, to say it nicely. So I'm absolutely on uh, Allen Robinson. I'm a little bit on David Montgomery, too. Uh, I mean, uh, he looked really efficient in that first game against the Lions, and I think they got to go to him more. You can't keep giving the ball to Tariq Cohen and expect to win games. So I like Tariq Cohen. He's a nice player, but he shouldn't be your main back. And uh, Benny Snell ripped through uh, this Giants uh, defense late in the game. If the Bears get up by any stretch, I think Montgomery could be in for a bunch of carries. So I like him a little bit at 5,600 as well. 
Now, in case you weren't paying attention last year, Darius Slayton caught a bunch of touchdowns. He seems like the guy <laughs> in the red zone. And this was like infuriating to me. Every time I would bring him up to somebody in an interview or something like that, people would say, eh, blah, blah. and I said, wait, wait a minute. Does everybody watch? I mean, I know I'm stuck here in New York and I'm not a Giants fan, so I have to watch all these stinking Giant games. And you know what? <laughs> all I kept seeing was Darius Slayton showing up in big spots, making points and doing stuff. And look, he is 5,300 on FanDuel compared to Shepard, who's 56. I will take him there. I will do that. Uh, he is 5K over on DraftKings. That's a $500 value against Shepard. So for me, he's got the better corner matchup. He's cheaper. I think Slayton for in a tournament is still in play. And Linestar app kind of agrees with me too. I saw his value there is pretty good. Uh, Daniel Jones is 5,800 on DraftKings. Barkley is 84. Uh, and uh, Evan Ingram is 53 over on the FanDuel side. Barkley is 9K. Uh, Daniel Jones is 69 and uh, 6K for Ingram. Look, Barkley had trouble last week, but I mean, come on. I mean, it's very difficult when Bud Dupree and, and TJ Water on top of you before you touch the football. So <laughs> I have no worries about Saquon bouncing back at all. I don't think he is where I'm going this week for my premium running back. But is that wrong? Because there's not a lot of people maybe thinking that same thing. Is this a get right game, quote unquote, for Saquon? Yeah, I don't think it's ever going to be a real bad idea to play Saquon. So I'll I'll, I'll go with you there as, you know, if you want to do a contrarian play or something, because most people aren't going to play him after that week one performance. Yeah, sure. But I'm with you. I think the only giant that I'd want to own is probably Slayton because he's cheap and he's got touchdown upside. So uh, I, I really like the, the Slayton play this week. And most weeks moving forward, especially if one of these, you know, between Tate and Shepard are always going to be banged up, uh, Slayton is going to get those targets. So, and I knew he was scoring that long one. I, you should have heard me cussing. Uh, <laughs> I actually I did. Saw the, I heard you <laughs> all you? the way okay, from Arizona. Good. It was pretty impressive. I got to say, man, like it was, yeah, it was the, pretty the good. Steelers linebackers just stopped and I went, oh, you know what? <laughs> all right let's uh let's talk about the highest total on the board going into uh this sunday's games 52 and a half atlanta dallas so i don't think this one's going to disappoint vanderesh out sean lee out uh we have blake jarwin unfortunately out so a lot of injuries in this one too but Let's start with the Falcon side. Julio is 82. Got to pay for him. Calvin Ridley, who we absolutely loved last week. He did not disappoint us at all. Oh, my goodness. Was he so good? Uh, Matt Ryan is at 77. Ridley's at 71 on FanDuel. Uh, Curly is at 7. So you're kind of in that same range for all these guys. On DraftKings, the price for him, we got Matt Ryan at 66. Gurley at 61. Ridley at 68. Julio at 74. So my opinion on this one, and look, I'm going to leave Hurst out of this right now because I didn't see enough, and I feel like they're going to be in another shootout. Uh, mm. I'm going to fade away from Gurley in this one because I feel like it's pretty much the same game script we just saw. Yeah. Do you agree you're you're in concurrence with that? At least these oh, first two yeah, weeks. yeah. Okay. I'm going to love watching this game. I think this game hits the over, even though it's the highest. So uh, give me some plays. Give me some scores. I like uh, Russell Gage. Uh, he's really cheap on DK and on FanDuel. So still, even after his 12 targets last week, and all of them got 12 targets. So give me the guy that is the cheapest with the 12 targets. Yeah, I literally so, uh, I just really replaced like um, MVS in a lineup with Gage because of the yeah. Gage pricing. Uh, 5,400 on FanDuel uh, and over on the other side is 48 uh, over on DK. So a huge, huge savings there for Gage. I, I am going to go a little bit more with the secondary guys this week, though, because this is a week I do want to pay up for running back. There's a couple backs I want to pay up for. Uh, so Ridley and Gage are more my speed as opposed to Julio. That's just how I see it. Um, but one of the backs is actually in this game, and it's Ezekiel Elliott. Why? 
because the Falcons don't tackle anybody. Yay. Any physical <laughs> running back. They don't the last five years. I've been saying this in the last five years. I've been right. And they still haven't found a way to change it. Uh, CD lamb did look very good, by the way. Uh, he is a value too. He is 47. I just worry about the amount of volume there on DK. He can get Cooper is 63. Look, I'm telling you right now, I'm starting Elliot in cash. I think you can play him on DK and on FanDuel in both cash and in tournaments. Cause I think he's gonna have a huge game. 86 for him there on FanDuel, 82 over on DraftKings. Um, you know, Schultz could be How an interesting punt. Barkley? I don't get uh, that. I don't get it either. It's got a higher total. I, I, you know what? And that's why you have all the Elliot. That's why I said I'm going to fade yeah. away from Barkley because of the Elliot price. Yeah. That's it. I mean, it's, yeah, there, there's no way around that. So uh, going forward here, Cooper is a very good value, though. Uh, as well, because Cooper is 6,300 over on DK. He is 7K over on FanDuel, had a ton of targets. So, Boggs, what's your thoughts on Cooper in this one? And Prescott, too, who is 83 on FanDuel, 68 on DraftKings. Were you consider a, a full Cowboy stack here against the Falcons? Yeah, I really would. And I'm uh, I'm a little surprised that he, you know, Prescott in particular is not costing more. But you're right. That's a really, really good price on Cooper, too. So, yeah, I think a uh, nice tournament stack. I would definitely take a lot of Cowboys here. This is uh this is a good lineup. I'm not doing anything, you know, I'm not going to go dumpster diving with Schultz or anything. Um uh, but but I think all three of those wideouts are playable as is Dak and Zeke. Good good matchups this week for them. Yeah. And look, you can make it work. There's plenty of value at tight end we're going to get to later in some other games. There's, there's plenty of value wide receiver. We just showed you Gage in the same game. So there's a lot you can kind of get through here. Um let's move on to the next one here, Detroit it's going to travel to Green Bay. Green Bay was phenomenal last week against the Vikings on the road. They just blew the doors off them. Uh, MVS was good. Alan Lazard was good. The question is, can they all be good again? We know what Devontae Adams is. And look, Adams, if you want to play safe cash and go Rodgers and Adams, it's fine. 69 for Rodgers, 81 uh, for uh Devontae Adams in this one over on DK on FanDuel, 79 for Rodgers, 86 for Adams. The question in this game has nothing to do with those guys. To me, it's about what we think of the uh, MVS pricing. He's 51 on FanDuel. On DK, he's 46, so he's a great value there. Uh, Lazard is 56 over on FanDuel, 53 over on DK. So you got to pay more for Lazard. Does that make MVS appealing to you, or do you think Lazard is the safer bet if you are going to go to a secondary receiver in this game? Um, I mean, I think Lazard is safer because he just saw like 22 more snaps somewhere in that range. I don't have the exact number in front of me than MVS, but MVS is that fast. You know, he doesn't need a bunch of touches to take one to the house. And we saw that last week. So I think I'd rather pay, especially in tournaments for MVS at the cheaper price than Lazard, but Lazard is the higher floor player. So, uh, but I think if I'm picking one for this week, you know, I, I want to save money to get elite running backs like you just said. So give me MBS. Uh, the price of Aaron Jones is pretty suppressed. He's just 71 over on DK. More expensive over on FanDuel at 77, which I would expect more, you know, half point PPR. He's worth a little bit more. But on DK, he's an interesting play just, just because. Because last week it was so much with the wide receivers and all of that. It wouldn't shock me if they got back to a little bit more of the normalcy. I don't expect Aaron Rodgers to go out there and throw 300-yard games every week. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. We'll find out. 
but it was certainly an impressive outing. This is me right now giving Aaron Rodgers credit, and Bogman's loving this because he knows I'm not the biggest fan. Uh, I respect him, just not a big fan. Uh, what about Detroit here? Is there anything you can get behind in this one? Is it uh, maybe an Adrian Peterson at 4,700? Is that a guy as a flex on DK? Uh, he's 55 over on FanDuel. I worry about the game script a little bit of this one, but AP did look sharp in that game. Give me Swift. Give me Swift for a much cheaper oh, price. What? Drop some more balls. <laughs> you know what, though? You have to get the ball to him to get that confidence in your stud rookie. Uh, and he led all of those running backs in snaps. Now, obviously, uh, Peterson way more touches and all that stuff. But I think you got to go back to the well here and let him uh, kind of earn some playing time and let him play well in this game to kind of put last week behind him because that stuff can haunt you for your whole life, you know, not just a, a week or two. So I think they got to go back to him. So I, I like if I'm going to play a running back, I'm going to play Swift, but I'm not messing with uh, Peter Center Johnson. No way. Speaking of haunting their entire lives, how about Derrick Henry haunting the Jacksonville Jaguars? How about that? Uh, <laughs> FanDuel 8,300 for Derrick Henry. Yes, please. Yes, yes, please. I've got a lot of him and Elliot together, and it ain't that hard to make it work. Uh, Derrick Henry is 7,900 on DK. And yes, I don't care if he doesn't, he doesn't catch eight balls a game. I don't care because he's going to score touchdowns in this one. I am not going to believe the Jaguars. I, I Look, maybe if they win five games in a row, I'll believe them. But I think this is more of an indictment of the Colts and than it is uh, a praise of the Jaguars, what happened last week. And uh, yeah, I got to tell you, I, and I won money on it too. Like I actually decided the last, I actually, I actually changed what I was doing because I got the, the feeling on that line just really started to irk me. I was like, yeah, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go with the Jaguars outright on the money line. And I got it and I hit it Man. and I couldn't believe it. I know. It was nice. It was a good day. It was a good Man. day. Week one, week one was better in wagering for me than DFS. DFS was meh. You know, I, I was above breaking even, but that's not a great day. And then wagering was well above. So that was good. It was the inverse of last year's week one where I was terrible <laughs> in the wagering. So hopefully well, we'll, it is uh, 2020. So we it is 2020. There you go. So all the Derrick Henry for me in this one. Uh, Lines are up. Loves Tannehill in this one. 5,900 on DK on FanDuel 7K. Do you want to buy into him in this game too? Because it seems like it's a pretty good matchup here for him. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, the one thing that the Colts had going was that passing game. So uh, I'm absolutely with that. I think Tannehill is a good value, as is Jonu Smith. I, yeah. I think Jonu Smith is a real nice, cheap tight end who could get you a touchdown again, just like he did last week. So uh, I'm for Jonu Smith for sure too. All right, let's talk punt plays here. Corey Davis was really good last week. I know he's kind of nursing a little bit of an injury, but they say it's just kind of like a maintenance thing right now. He's 4K on DK. He is 4,900 on FanDuel. That's a lot of value. Are you going to buy into that value? Hard Hard pass. pass. Just just checking, especially with A.J. Brown, not 100% either because he's another guy dealing with an injury right now. All right, just want to ask. I'm with you on Jonu. I like the Tannehill-Henry-Jonu trio. I think that's how you hedge your bet down by the goal line area too. Because somebody could rush it in. Uh, Tannehill could keep it himself. Janu could get a look there. Um, as far as Jacksonville goes, I, I can't do it. Won't do it. Uh, DJ Shark at 67, <laughs> uh, 6K for him over on DK. Because he came off the bad game, I'm always apt to do that. I'm always apt, like, because I feel like roster percentage falls through the roof or falls to the basement, I should say, after a bad game from a good player like that who is on a bad team. So I would go back to that because you would imagine – this is more of them trying to, you know, catch up than them sitting on a lead this time. Around. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. So I, I'm absolutely with you on shark uh, great price for him this week on, on both sites. Love it. All right. 
speaking of the stupid Colts, let's talk about them. They're going to be at home (laughs) against the Minnesota Vikings. Rivers, I'm not touching. But we have to talk about what we got to talk about now, which is clearly the running back situation. So Jonathan Taylor is going to be by him. Well, not by himself because Hines is there. 57 for Taylor, who caught a ton of balls last week, which was actually the surprising thing. And on Fandle, he's 58. So it's a pretty good value on both sides. Hines clearly in play, especially on DK. Are you going at all to this backfield? And are you going to Paris Campbell? Do you believe what you saw last week? I do. You know, it's funny because I've always liked Paris Campbell's skill, but uh, I, I just didn't think they're going to get him involved because, you know, they drafted Pittman and T.Y. Hilton's coming back and Jack Doyle and Philip Rivers loves some of the tight end and all that stuff. I was like, where when is Paris Campbell going to get involved? You know, right. And I thought the same thing about Naheem Hines. I was like, all right, nine touches or six touches a game last year. That was without Taylor and, you know, uh, in, in this and without Pittman. So how is he going to get? touches i just i didn't you know paris campbell missed a bunch of games too so how is he going to get touches how's campbell going to get touches those are my big questions well uh those guys you know uh, made me shut up real quick last week so uh i i think i would go with taylor you know taylor has the nice price he's got the touchdown upside the minnesota defense looked god awful last week so i think a lot of things are in play here i think hilton's in play i think campbell's in play and taylor um and rivers i think they're all in play because Minnesota's defense looked so horrific. Well, here, here's week. the thing. They look so horrific. But is this one of these things where everybody gets in the film room and they get chewed out and they get, you know, practiced to death and, you know, they, they come back the next week and all of a sudden look really good because they have some self-respect? Because I'm terrified of that. And that's why the only thing I'm really interested in this game, to be honest with you, is Paris Campbell on DK at 4,500. That is a tremendous value for a potential possession wide receiver on a full point PPR. I love that value. But outside of that, I'm afraid that Minnesota is going to be Jekyll and hiding us this year. And they, they got their ass handed to him last week against green Bay. And now they're going to have some self-respect and show up against the Colts who let's be honest, Philip rivers. He keeps turning that ball over like that. It's going to be a long day at the office. That's very true, but it also means they're going to be playing a lot of catch up. So that's why I think that Hilton and Campbell and rivers are all still a possibility. And You know, uh, I think with the Minnesota defense, you got to remember the line sets everything. And Danelle Hunter's out for another uh, two weeks, and Ngakwe is still working his way in here. And look, you know, I I know that they they didn't play great as a whole, the Colts last week, but that offensive line is still one of the best in the NFL. So uh, I'm more than fine with going with Taylor and Campbell and Hilton as well. So I'm I'm in on those guys. All right, we're going to disagree on this one. When we come back on Tuesday, we'll have it out and we'll see who's right and wrong. Uh, Dalvin Cook is 76 on on DraftKings. On FanDuel, he's 88. You got to pay high for him. Once again, give me Ezekiel Elliott. Um, Give me Elliott. Give me me Henry. I'm sorry. They're just better values this week. They are priced so right. And it's not that Cook is wrong. And if you want to do multi-entry and change things up, you can. There's certainly enough leeway with some of the receivers we just talked about, like Paris uh, Campbell, like Russell Gage. There's a lot of of very affordable guys, especially over on DK this week. Uh, MVS is very cheap, too, if you want to go down to that. Well, you can make Cook work, but I'm going to fade away from it. Uh, Thielen is 7,300, about where you would think he would be on FanDuel on DK 72. I was impressed with Thielen. I, I was a little concerned coming into the year with him worrying about what he was going to do without a real definitive second option in that passing game. But you know what? Thielen showed up. Uh, are you going to go back into the Thielen business this week, though? 
Um, probably not. I think Thielen is probably appropriately valued. So, you know, like we mentioned before, we want to get big, big time RBs, uh, you know, a nice spot in that flex too. So I, I don't think I'm going to go with Thielen in too many lineups. I think he's appropriate. I think the only guy from Minnesota that I feel like I could want to roster is cousins. And that's because he looks so good in the second half against green Bay. And, uh, you know, look, it was a tale of two halves because he was two for four, in the first half and it yeah. exploded in the second half. So I think he's the only Viking I'll want this week. Uh, we have now the Miami Dolphins going back home against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, one of these teams is one. No, the other's 0-1. Um, look, you know, the, the Bills were good, but they could have been better. They really could have, you know, dominated the Jets a little bit more than they did, believe it or not. We talked last week about John Brown still being in the mix. Don't forget about John Brown. Well, I hope you didn't because he caught a touchdown last week. And I don't think that's going to go away. I actually think that rapport is going to stay. Uh, it's going to stay for good. Diggs was very good. Uh, very similar pricing here. Uh, 6K for Brown, 65 for Diggs. Uh, on the FanDuel side, 64 for John Brown, 68 for Diggs. One, both, neither. How do you feel about these two wide receivers? I don't want any wide receivers for Buffalo this week. I think this yeah, is the early lead. I think they start running the ball and Singletary still outsnapped Moss and Moss was not a, a very effective. He had the touchdown, but other than that, he didn't do squat. So I think Singletary, if I'm going to own anyone here because he's cheap and the Bills should have a lead. Uh, I like Josh Allen, but I think his price is probably appropriate. So once again, uh, probably not paying for him. I got to tell you, I'm I'm out on this game altogether. I, I yeah, don't like yeah. prices. I don't like anything going on. I don't like the matchups for the Dolphins. Uh, if if anything, you know, I like I like the Bills defense again. I like, <laughs> yes, you know, yes. <laughs> it's just you know, it's what's pick the on the Dolphins, o'clock? pick on the Jets. I mean, yeah, well, what probably what, what, what time is do. it on the two? It's is it almost two o'clock yet? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh goodness, evil. The, that was actually pretty funny. That was good. Yeah. I, I just did it off the top of my head. I didn't even plan that. So I want a little bit. Of, I want a little love for that one. Is it almost two o'clock? <laughs> so, and I, you know what? And I'm going to tweet that out. Once Fitzpatrick throws his first interception in this game on Sunday. <laughs> I mean, you know, if I could curse you out on this show, I would, but I won't. So I, not, I appreciate that. It, it's I your dad jokes. That. It's fine. It's fine. I get it. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Jets. Oh, goodness. What's left for the Jets? No, 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 we can't skip it. You know why? Because there might be one or two things here. Uh, One of them might, and I'm going to stress might, Herndon at 5,100 on DK is an intriguing tight end. 3,400 on, uh, excuse me, 3,400 on DK, 51 on Fandle. 3,400 is bottom of the barrel tight ends. I think Herndon's going to get some work in this game besides Crowder. Crowder's always going to work. That's just what's going to happen, especially because this pass rush is going to be all up in their Kool-Aid. And the next thing you know, they're going to have to get rid of the ball quickly. Forget the run game. For the, forget everything else. But I think Herndon at 34, Crowder at 54 on DK. Those are pretty good values in the full point PPR. That's it. That's all I want to do. I will ask you, and then I will run away. Anything else on the Jets for you? Crowder. And I think Crowder's probably. That was, that was the most begrudging <laughs> phrasing of a name I've ever heard. I'm not happy about it. And I think he's probably appropriate price. So I just want to stay away from the jets. Yeah. I think that's a good practice. Uh, how about the San Francisco 49ers? Uh, I don't want look Kittle's banged up. So it's a hard no for me. Uh, look, they should win this game, but I feel like this is going to be one of those games where 
they should win it way more handily than they do. And they're just banged up right now. I mean, they got injuries to Debo, they got injuries to Ayuk, they got injuries to Kittle. He's gonna he's gonna try to play, but I don't know if that's a good idea. And I feel like if they push him and he gets hurt, 49ers are in deep trouble. Mostert yeah. is the only thing, but even that, I gotta say, I'm not in love with that. At FanDuel, he's 65 over on DK 64. Meh, like there's the we're gonna get to another running back or two who are in that similar range that I think have higher ceilings. So I, I'm going to be a pass, but I don't think most is a bad play. Like, I don't think he's a bad flex play. That's fine. Especially on FanDuel. If you're looking for the touchdown upside. Okay. Mostert flex FanDuel. That's a good spot for him. Boggs. Anything else for the Niners? Mostert's also uh, going to miss some practice because his wife is having a baby. So I, I think I'm just out on this game overall. All right. There you have it. Let's go over to the Los Angeles Rams. And I guess the real question is, um, does Carson Wentz have insurance because Aaron Donald is going to roll all over him? Um, this is, this is, this is terrifying. If I am Carson Wentz, I am really afraid in this game. Like, I'm just terrified. I know Lane Johnson said he's going to be back. That's great lane, but you know what? I just watched Aaron Donald move three guys at one time by himself. And, uh, I don't know. Good luck. Good luck with that. So how do you feel about this one for the Eagles before you even get into pricing? I, I know they, it seems like Sanders are going to play. He's 6K on DK, very suppressed. He is 6.8 over on FanDuel. The offensive line is a real question, but is the Sanders return potentially enough to get back into things and take some of that pressure off the line a little bit? I don't want him in his first game back, so no thanks. A pass for me. I think Goddard is probably the only eagle that I would take this week at all. So I, you can't mess with any of the wideouts. Too many different snap rates. Uh, so Goddard, and that's it. Yeah, I, I'm actually I'm gonna sign off on that one. We're gonna agree. By the way, Deshaun Jackson, bad job by you last week. I'm still mad. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. You know, yeah. although although I guess I could really just blame the offensive line for that, not so much even Deshaun's <laughs> fault. You know, if, if 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 Carson Wentz is not upright, it's very you know my favorite <laughs> shot of the weekend was was there was that picture. Did you see that on Twitter? The the three Eagles linemen with their hands on their hips. And there's four guys on Washington on top of Carson Wentz, and they're just staring at him. <laughs> that was my favorite, and I can't remember what it was, but it was something like, you know, when, when it was like, you know, when they say your table's ready at Applebee's or something. I don't know what. It was. <laughs> Is that what did it? That's pretty good. So I don't know. It was pretty funny. That's all I You're know. You're killing them with the uh, with off, off the top of your head today, Joe. I, I like don't know, it. but it's it was funny. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, they just come to me. I don't know. They just come to me. I'm just a comic genius. Bugs. It's the only way to talk about it. Uh, all right, let's talk about the other side of this game here. What did you think about Malcolm Brown? He's 5,200 over on FanDuel on DK's 57. I don't like the timeshares when it comes to DFS. I like my folks to be holding that ball all by themselves. However, Brown was still pretty good. So you want to give him a shot here at this price because it's still pretty low. Or do you just kind of fade away and say, show me a little bit more? I mean, the Eagles are banged up too, so I don't mind him, but I don't think I'm going to play him. So I just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put my eggs in the Malcolm Brown basket quite yet. So Robert Woods, and that's it. If if you're playing any Rams. Woods is 6,400 compared to Cup who's 67 on DraftKings. So you're saving money there. And you're also saving money on FanDuel too, because Cup is 7,200. Woods is 67. So out of the slot, uh, looks like Anobi is going to be up on him. Uh, so it's a good matchup for Woods. I agree. I think you cherry pick Woods and then just kind of and Goddard and you move on from this game. Uh, the next one, get ready, boys and girls. Uh, and and I'm going to it's funny. This is oh, two weeks whatever. in a row. I'm just loving the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I'm like 
I'm like, oh, it's like black and gold for me, baby. I, I'm I'm so excited about this game. I'm all in. I'm all in on Roethlisberger. I am all in on Deontay Johnson, who I don't care how bad he was in the first half. Because the second half, he was as bad as he was in the first half is how good he was in the second half and everything <laughs> I want him to be. Uh, Juju was incredible. Uh, and who knows? I mean, as we get a little bit more clarity, whether or not Connor plays, if Connor's on the field, I'm a little concerned about Benny Snell, but I thought Snell looked great. So let's talk about the pricing. Snell is 4,600 over on FanDuel on DK's 45. I mean, it's hard not to imagine being like 40% owned <laughs> in roster percentage, yeah. but you know what? It doesn't mean it's wrong, bro. It doesn't mean it's wrong. <laughs> like that is a good value. It's a bit. He's just for perspective. He is cheaper on both sites than last week, Boston Scott or Zach Moss was. So, I yeah. mean, I don't know how, if, if Connor is out that Benny Snell is not in some lineups for you. Well, this is the problem is that, uh, it's going to be questionable all the way up to game time. And, and then they'll probably say, ah, Connor's going to play. And, and and then Connor gets, you know, the first uh, two drives, and then he's out again because he nicked up his ankle or his elbow. Well, I guess he, uh, well that, that brings up an interesting point. So I'm going to ask you this question. Do we like this play more if Connor is in because all of a sudden then everybody drops all the Benny Snell, but the reality is Benny Snell is probably still the better play that day. Especially, I don't want to do it. Uh, look, do the, it. Okay. the price is real nice. So if they announce Connor's out day before or something, go get Benny Snell. Uh, you know, uh, we just saw he looked good. He yeah. looked. I mean, yeah. it was he, the Giants. He looked, but he good. looked good. Yeah, he looked, he looked good. And better. Then, you know, last year. he looked a little lighter to me than he did last yeah, year. You agree? He, and he lost. He dropped ten pounds. So yeah. your 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 scouting eye is absolutely right, Joe. So uh, Derrick Henry, we just saw with thirty one carries against the Broncos too. So. Uh, you know, I, I think Benny Snell would be a great play if Connor's out. That's the issue. We just don't know what they're going to do. All right. I love Juju on DK at 65. He's going to be all over the place for me on 71. I like him too, but I love him on DK yep. for 65. It's such a good yep. price. And give me Deontay Johnson at 4,500 on DK. Oh my goodness. It's so good. 58 on Vandal. This is going to be the last time I'm telling you. It's You know, people are going to say, oh, you missed that thing. The kick hit him and they hit him in the helmet. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Those are the people that don't like Deontay. That's how they talk. That, that's how they talk. Uh, Deontay's <laughs> no good. The boy hit him in the helmet. Hey, come on. He's no good at football. Yeah. yeah he had 32% of the target share in that game, by the way. 32. So, yeah. and like I said, Roethlisberger at 75. I'm okay with him too. Uh, give me, give me Roethlisberger at 75 on FanDuel. Dude, I, I'm telling you, Juju, Big Ben, Deontay. Lock it up. I love it. Uh, lock it up. Lock it up. That's and I haven't done the lock it up. I, mean, I didn't do it in week one. <laughs> I'm doing it this. I lock it up. Uh lock on the up. other side of this game with Denver. You know, with Lindsay out, I can see the appeal for Gordon at 52. That's actually not a bad price on DK on 67. Also not a bad price. This was where I was talking about. Well, if you don't like, if you don't really want to spend you just you know, see what this, Saquon did against Pittsburgh. Well, that's the problem. That's exactly yeah. where I'm leading to. It's like you see the price and you go, well, uh, and, but you can't because because of but Dupree, because of Watt, because of like the rest of those guys. They're just <laughs> they're just there. So um, Pittsburgh defense in this one, I think definitely in play also. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm a hard pass. But but one question. Noah Fant, uh, he yes. is 4,400 yeah. on DK. That's not a bad price for another guy who I think tight end wise is in play. No, I, I like Noah Fan a lot, and at that price, I'm willing to take a risk. And if Sutton misses again, which is still, you know, a question, I wouldn't mind playing Jerry Judy. But I think if Sutton plays because he had some drops last week, 
that Locke is going to force the ball to Sutton. So I uh, would agree I, with that sentiment. Judy he might if have Sutton to. doesn't play. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah he right. might have to. I, I don't know what happened, but like I've never soured on a game so much that I was so excited about in two days. <laughs> I've this next one, man. I if you asked me on Monday, I was like, Woo, man, I can't wait for Tom Brady against the Carolina Panthers. I am so excited. And here we are. It's Thursday morning, and I, I'm just I'm bitter. I don't like it at all. Godwin's in concussion protocol. That's not great because he was the first guy, the very first lineup I made. I went, woo, we Monday. Give me some Godwin. Let's put it on there Tuesday morning. I'm putting Godwin lineups together. I got Are you all- trying to sound like a redneck every time you do that? Woo, wait, I won't get me some Godwin. He's going to play real good against some Panthers and big cats. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's what I want to do. Um, but I can't. I can't now. Uh, Scotty Miller's 4,100. I don't even feel good about that. Uh, I'd love to see Fournette touch the ball more. I'm not confident about it. Evans still dealing with the hamstring, still limited in practice. Uh, look, I, I want to troll the Panthers so bad, but it's getting really difficult. Uh, <laughs> talk me off the ledge. To c- no, convince I, I me won't. otherwise. No, I'll push you. So don't do it. Don't don't take any of these bucks yet. So, uh, you know, Bra- Brady is this is the get right game. But you're not going to get right if none of your guys are playing. So. Uh, I think you're absolutely what a right. Could you imagine if they went zero and two? If they no way, <laughs> no, 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 I, don't see, I don't see they're going to lose. You know, no, I, I wouldn't go that far. But I don't think it's going to. I think it's not probably not going to be pretty. So, Robbie Anderson makes a couple big plays, then maybe they go down. Well, look, Robbie Anderson is fifty two hundred over on DK. Did have a really good game, uh, much to the surprise of a lot of people. Fifty nine over on FanDuel. Um, McCaffrey obviously threw the roof this week, but. Last year, Tampa handled him very well. That was the only team that had handled him, and they handled him twice, let's be honest, for the most part. And even that second game in London, you know, he did score, but, like, I, they handled him, especially at a first shot out of the gate. And this this front has been very good. They've been very good against the run. Camara hey, um, to 16 yards. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So, like, uh, this is not a – like, last week was a, was a week we could say, yeah, you can McCaffrey this week. I don't think you can this week. Um I just, this is, I'm just sour. I am so sour on this game right now. And yeah. I don't know what could change except if Godwin is, is clear and out of the protocol, maybe I start to get excited again, but until I get that news, man, put him back in that lineup. I don't put know. Him back in there. You go. Where's that? OJ Howard. Maybe I'll get where's him. that. OJ Howard. Get By him in that way, lineup, boy. OJ Howard. How about this? 4,800 on FanDuel 3.9 over on DraftKings. I think there's some touchdown equity there. I really do, Box. I, yeah. I think there is. Gronk yeah, looks done to me. I can't do it. I just can't. I'm not messing with uh, the Bucks tight ends or the Bucks running backs until one pulls away. I just can't do it. So, All right. No thanks. Fair enough. All right. Uh, let's talk about the uh, Washington football team who, uh, look, you know, as bad as the Eagles line was, give Washington a little credit. Those guys got after it, and I, I appreciate that. That was, that was pretty cool. Uh, you also saw um, your boy, Mr. Thomas, uh, be pretty good. By the way, you want to take – I don't know if you have it up, but you want to take a guess at what his price is on DK, or do you know already? I just looked. So, no, I so mean, 3600 Bye, 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 bye. He led them the in shares. targets. All the Logan Thomas shares. I know all of them. I tried to get, I got outbid by a dollar by Mike Randall, by the way, in flex <laughs> on him. I was so mad because I need a tight end because I had Jarwin. So I was, Ooh. you know, SOL. Yeah. Uh, but I did get Malcolm Brown. So that's good. So. Nice. Yeah. I saw that you spent for him too. So. Well, yeah. But in the other two flex leagues, I was at more. He went for more. He went for the Yeah. 40s yeah. I know. We bid for him, didn't get him. So we got to start James White this week. So 
Yeah, don't like that. People. Yeah, it is worse. You could do worse than him. But let me tell you, Logan Thomas is going to be my start. I'm going to start with Logan Thomas, and then I'm going to build the lineups from there pretty much. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. That's how it's going to be. I'm with you. I'm with um, you. I'm not going to have anything else uh, from the Washington side. Uh, however, let's talk about the Arizona oh, whoa, Cardinals. On, no, oh, whoa, you want whoa, something else? Whoa, oh, whoa, I'm sorry. Whoa. Whoa. Well, Terry McLaurin, you're not going to go against the Cardinals. You're okay. Go with Terry Fair McLaurin? Uh, by the way, also one more note, the, the, the Cardinals were horrendous last year against tight ends. This is yeah. such a good matchup. I, I mean, I just, if this goes wrong, I, I might quit. Yeah, I, I might quit. I'm, you know, I'm not because I like money, but I just want like to say money. I might. <laughs> yeah. I like dramatic effect. That's what I like. So, uh, Terry McLaurin, 5,900 on DK and the full PPR and the half PPR. He is 6,500. Uh, would you play him on both or one or the other? I, I play him on both. I, I love yeah. him. So I, I'm with it. All right. You're, any anything else? I don't want to. I don't want to step no, on you. No, no. I mean, here. we can move along from the Washington football team now. But I just, okay. you know, Terry McLaurin against the Cardinals. I mean, it's true. No, you're right. Nice, you're right. Should be a nice shootout. So you're right. Got to throw his name in there at least. That's all. Tyler Murray is 8K over on FanDuel on DraftKings. He is 6.1. Uh, Hopkins is 77 on DK. He is 83. Coming off a monstrous game, the biggest uh, game of his career, arguably too. So. Uh, your thoughts on this grouping here? Would you go back to this well, or is this a different kind of game? Maybe uh, that Washington front is—I uh, don't, I don't want to say better than, than San Francisco, but I don't know, man. It just—it seems like Kyler Murray and and them just have San Francisco's number, and I love it. It makes me—it makes me laugh. So, <laughs> how do you how do you approach this one here uh, going there on Sunday? Um, I'm okay with buying if I'm going to spend up for a wide receiver. I, I like Hopkins this week, so. Uh, you know, I think the matchup is good against the Washington secondary. As long as Kyler Murray and Kyler Murray can create a little more time than than uh, Wentz can. So as long as he can get the ball to Hopkins, I think he's going to be okay. Not interested in anybody else. Uh, Murray and Hopkins, and that's it. I don't want Drake. I don't want Fitzgerald or Kirk or Max or any anybody else on this team. Those are the only two I'm interested in, even a little bit. I agree. I agree. And if you want to isolate in the late slate and just do it too, you can. You could do that as well. I can't believe how cheap Hilaire is on DK. I thought he would have been well past this. He is just 7.4. Um, I think this is just wrong. It's just wrong. And um, I know he didn't catch a lot of balls, but that's what he's really good at. He's really good at catching the football. And um, I got to tell you, uh, FanDuel seems to get it. FanDuel understands. They have him at AK. They have him right around where you know guys like Henry are and Elliott. But he's a few hundred dollars cheaper than those guys on DK. And you know what? Uh, I think I'm going to do it. <laughs> How about you, Bonds? What do you think? The Tom Hardy gif from uh, the Mad Max movie with him and Charlize Theron where yeah. he points at something and goes, that's bait. That's what Clyde Edwards hilarious to me this week. So uh, I, I'm I'm going to find my running back elsewhere. And, and mm. I'm not knocking Alaire at all. Uh, but I like I, it on I, DK more than FanDuel. I got to be honest. I just think that DK pricing is off. I, just, yeah, I feel yeah, like he's going I, to I, catch more balls and make up for you know, that aspect of it a little bit, but he might not have quite a spectacular game in this one. And look, the Chargers defense is, is respectable. There's no doubt about that. That front is very good. Well, since he did 13 points. So, well, you know, I think it's starting to rookie, rookie quarterback, quarterback first time out I of the understand. game. They're not going to hold Kansas City to 13 points. So I'd be surprised if they hold Kansas City to 30 points. So you're right. They're respectable, but I'm not. Look, the 25 touches, I think a lot of that had to do with contact reps. And and maybe they're going to do that again this week, but I'm not going to pay up to watch it. So, all right, are you uh, paying for anybody else? Because as usual, 
the the Kansas City Chiefs are expensive. So is right. the, I mean, this doesn't feel like the pay up for the Chiefs game. You know, it's on the road. It's against the Chargers defense. It's, it's a game I still think the Chiefs are going to win. But I'm a, I actually, to tell you the truth, I actually kind of like the Chiefs defense in this one, too, because they are, <laughs> you know, they're getting after it a little bit. So I'm not going to I'm not going to be messing with Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So I think if I'm buying someone in Kansas City, it's going to be Sammy Watkins this week because he's still cheap. He, and he had a good game last week and he's still cheap on both fifty nine hundred on FanDuel uh, 48 on DK. So I think that's the cheap that I buy if I buy anyone. But I don't understand what Anthony Lynn is doing with Austin Eckler and, uh, you know, saying that he's not going to catch passes and all that stuff. So I don't get it. Um, I don't believe but, it. I mean, I don't believe Kelly had a good game. <laughs> I don't want to get into this, but I'm telling you right now, I, I think because Frank Clark, you're going to have to get Eckler out there a little bit because Frank Clark's going to be up in your, in your stuff, man. Um, I, I'm telling you, and look, as a pricing thing to you, 6,500 for Eckler on, on a full point PPR, the fact that he had one catch, I mean, come on, like there's got to be a correction here. I think it's going to be a massive correction. I really do. And I think Eckler is at the perfect price to find out. I'm not saying you want to have it in a necessarily a single entry, but in multi-entry, there's no way I'm not going to have some Eckler in there because the price at 6,900 on FanDuel, I don't love it as much, but at 65 on the full point PPR, there's so much upside there with Eckler based on what he did last year and against the Chiefs in division game, you know, all that stuff. There's no way you don't go back. You look at this tape and go, boy, you know what? We really should have gotten the ball a little bit more to Eckler in the passing game. There's no way they're not going to do that, Boggs. We're going to have to uh, make a, a, you know, uh, someone Photoshop a picture of uh, Anthony Lynn as Pinocchio. If Austin Eckler catches 10 balls in this one, I don't so, have to catch uh, 10, he's... catch six and, and forget it. He's going to turn value <laughs> on six, six. Yeah, balls. He really will. And Mike Williams looked great last week. And I think he's cheap on both too. So, and they he should is. be playing catch up. So Mike Williams, not a bad buy either. Uh, Keenan Allen, probably appropriate, actually fairly cheap on DK. 5,700 on DK. Yeah. I, Is that I, right? I, he was that right? cheap last week too. I think he was 61 Ooh. or 62. Ooh. I'm I think t- I'm buying it now. I think well, I'll tell you what. Line star app loves Mike Williams too. He's one of the best values on the board at 42. You know, my thing with the, and they, that's on DK on FanDuel. It's more expensive. It's 58. My problem with Mike Williams is he's been so all or nothing. And, and like yeah. he, and he is that guy where, yeah, it's. I have so many season long shares of him the last few years, and I've been disappointed in every single one of them. And it's it's frustrating because you see the body, you see how he's able to you know get open, and you can see how he's a matchup disaster in the red zone. It's just the consistency, it's the health, and he's already not healthy coming into this year. And I had a good game, but I again I can't put my money there. I'll put my money on Eckler, but I would not shock me if Allen and Williams were good investments either. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. All right, last one here. We've got Baltimore traveling to the Texans. Oh boy, <laughs> is uh, is I guess the real question is: Is Bill O'Brien getting his resume ready already? Uh, yeah, I already sent him a, a couple of uh, you know uh, Walmart applications. So <laughs> to be a greeter, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do anything else. So yeah, uh, you know maybe maybe you know what? Actually, you know he should be in, he should be in charge of exchanges. You know, because, you know, <laughs> you, you can bring back like, you know, you bring back, I don't know, like a towel, like a bath towel or something you bought that it doesn't match what you thought. And he gives you back like, I don't know, like a car. <laughs> you know, <Why>? like, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and you just go, okay, all right, fine. And what are you returning? Oh, continue. what is this? Like, a, is this a I Love USA uh, banner for your front door? Oh, okay, uh, here's a set of steak knives. There you go. Uh, yeah. That that seems like the appropriate exchange value there for me. <laughs> my name is Bill O'Brien. I have no idea how much anything is worth. That's, you know that's that game my... that you used to have to play in school where, you know, they give you like a, a paper clip and see what you can trade it up for? Uh, by the end of the week or whatever. No, what, what are they teaching you in Arizona? What the hell is well, that? This wasn't in Arizona. This was when I was in Texas. When I was a okay. Well, what are they like, teaching you in Texas? <laughs> yeah, they, they, they give you something like, all right, you're going to try and trade up for the best thing that you possibly can. You're going to start with this, and you're going to move up and up and up and up. And, you know, uh, I, I don't even remember what I had, but I remember someone, uh, you know, they started with a paperclip, and they walked in with a washer. And I was like, wow, okay. Bill O'Brien's the only guy that would go backwards. Like <laughs> paperclip and he ended up with uh, some lint. You know, it's like, how did, how did that happen? That, yeah. That's the only way it would go. Your jokes have been way better on this show. No, way. actually, that, that's, that's a pretty good one. Nice. But yeah, nothing's going to be two o'clock. I should just end the show there. Uh, so yeah, yeah, probably. we're going to have a lot more of that. Hashtag two o'clock um all right let's do this one here uh lamar jackson is always good he's always expensive you don't need us to tell you that um i'm not gonna get involved with the running backs here not gonna get involved with dobbins or ingram just gonna wait and play this one out once again it's lamar jackson it's mark andrews that is about the safest thing i like marquise this week i think this should be a little yeah, I think this should be a little bit closer. Than, but in cash, uh, Andrews has got to be the play in cash. Like the safest oh, cash yeah. game duo in on the planet right now is those two dudes, I feel like. Yeah, and he's and Andrews is cheap, especially, you know, I think on DK, he's a real good value at 6,300 here. But uh, I like Mark. Cheap on Fan- I mean, FanDuel 75 is not terrible yeah. for Andrews, what he gives you. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm, yeah, and I think Andrews is almost automatic, but, uh, you know, we're going with Logan Thomas this week, right? We're taking the act, uh, the absolute bottom of the barrel price, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I, I think I would go Thomas over Andrews because of the value. Well, but I guess that's the difference. The difference is in tournaments, it's all the Logan Thomas I can handle. Right. In right, cash, right, right, right. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I can understand going the complete opposite route because I I could see a lot of people using Logan Thomas even in cash. And if he, for some reason, does not have a great game, let's say he doesn't catch a touchdown or whatever that might be, and Andrews yeah. has another two against this this Texans team, uh, then that that's something to watch. You know, Brown's not a terrible play for sure at 62 on both sides, which is kind of funny. He's the same price there. That rarely happens. But um, he had five catches, and they didn't need to play him in the second half. It's true. All, you know? It's true. So I, I, I think you don't have to get him the ball a million times to score. So I, I like him. Uh, to score this week so now uh, speaking of scoring i always like will fuller to score uh he is 63 over on dk but he's actually just 61 on fandle which is actually where he is always better because he is always that touchdown nose for the end zone kind of receiver uh but against the raven is ravens it's very difficult it's it's very hard to get excited here i can only say as an oppo play if you want to go with winston uh watson excuse me and fuller I can actually get behind that as an oppo play if you're trying to get a little bit of a differential there with something. But outside of that, I just I don't feel good about anything else here against Baltimore. It's, it's hard not to feel like this is going to be a Baltimore stomping to a certain degree. And I don't know how much garbage time. I mean, you know, he got some garbage time stuff last week in the debut in the home opener. I know they have some extra time off there, but how do you see the Texans uh, offense panning out here? I mean, you know, play fuller while he's healthy. Yeah, you know, he always gets a ton of targets and catches and stuff when he's on the field. He's on the field right now, so uh, I'm good with him. 
Outside of that, I don't want anything in Houston, especially against Baltimore. So no, thank you. I think he's the only play uh, that I would want from Baltimore at all this week. That is the main slate for you this Sunday. And you know what that means? It's that time again, boys and girls. It's time to get in the end zone. So Bogman and I are going to each choose a running back and a wide receiver to score. And you can get involved in this game as well with us and win some free stuff courtesy of the Line Star app. So go retweet this segment and uh, go follow Line Star app over on Twitter and Line Star NFL. And you can win some free merch. Everybody likes free stuff, free hats, free shirts. Who knows? It could be uh, <laughs> Bill O'Brien's work and he could exchange, you know, a T-shirt for, <laughs> I don't know, uh, maybe a new bicycle. Like that's that's what he'll do for you because he's the king of bad exchanges. So uh, last week, six touchdowns in our four players. Not bad. Bogman did carry most of the uh, most of the touchdowns because uh, he had Jacobs. But uh, my mine was a lower player in Zach Moss, and I was right about that. So uh, let's uh, go through them today. And uh, my pick is going to be for running back. I'm going to go keeping it simple with my boy Derrick Henry. He is no way he's not getting the end zone. In fact, I think he might be good for two. So let's run the touchdown meter up for Derrick Henry. Who's your running back, Boggs? Well, it's going to be Derrick Henry, but that's okay. It's okay. You take the easy way out, Joe. I'm way up you on go you. first last week because you're new. Now, yeah, never no. <laughs> again. Josh Jacobs, you got three. <laughs> never again. Go ahead. Okay. I'll go out on a limb. And, and I mentioned him a little bit before how I want to take him. And it's David Montgomery. Uh, I think that he gets in the end zone against this uh, Giants defense. Uh, and uh, I, I really like him as a buy this week. So David Montgomery will be my touchdown of the week here. All right, so I'll, I'll go a little less chalky because that's what we try to do. We try to give you one that's not as chalky. We'll get one chalky, one, one not. So I'm going to go Deontay Johnson. That's right. Everybody heard me on the podcast just now talk about how much I'm in on the Steelers this week. So give me Deontay Johnson. He didn't get a touchdown last time. I think things changed. So wide receiver, where are you going, Fox? I'm going to go with another guy that didn't catch a touchdown last week, but uh, I'm going to go very chalky here. Give me DeAndre Hopkins against the Washington football team. Uh, I think he gets in the end zone this week and probably, you know, a, a ton of targets once again and a lot of catches. So give me, give me Hopkins. There you go. All right. So go follow us over on Twitter again at line star app at line star NFL. Go get that line star app upgrade to the premium product. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at Bogman Sports, at Joe Pisa Pia 17. That'll do it for us. There's nothing left to do now except get out of the huddle and set down with. You've been listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast Weekly Wagering Show brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a rating, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from Joe Pisa Pia and Scott Bogman.